Hey everyone, happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for joining us here in the building and online. Will you stand up here? We're going to sing. We're going to worship the Lord together. Come on. Come on, lift your voice. This is the day that you have made. Whatever comes, I won't complain. For all my hope is in your name. And now your joy awaits my praise. Come on, sing this out. I give thanks for all you have done. And I will sing of your mercy and your love. Your love is unfailing. Lord, I am grateful. Yes. Grateful. When I was down, you brought me out. You set my feet on higher ground. Here I stand, you are my God, you faithfulness, my solid rock. Oh, I give thanks for all you have done, and I will sing of your mercy and your love. Your love is unfailing, Lord, I am grateful. I give thanks for all. You have won. Your love is unfailing. Lord, I am
Amen. Father, thank you for that truth. How marvelous is your love. Father, thank you that that's a reality in our life right now. Amidst everything else that's going on, that we can throw that aside. And here in this service, we can say what we're thankful for and proclaim it together. So, God, we love you. And we thank you for your son, Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Yeah. Well, good evening. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, come on. Happy Thanksgiving. There you go. Much better. Hey, I'm just so glad you guys are here and glad you guys are joining us online. I want to share with you some exciting news. So our goal, so we, we, every year this church participates in something called the birthday gift of Jesus. I know. Amen. Right. And so what, what I want to share with you is that our goal is 90,000. Okay. And so we've been seeing, you know, just people continue to give and I want to show you where we're at right now. We're at 20,753. Can we thank God for that? I feel like I feel like when we come in, you know, you know, after the weekend or, you know, just a couple of days, I kind of look around the corner and I see that thermometer in the lobby and I'm kind of like a little kid. I'm like, you know, where's it going to be this week? And so, you know, just I, I think it's such a cool thing. What a what a privilege. And so we have a couple people that are on our birthday gift that Jesus uh, I'm just a group uh, our list tonight. So we're excited to have them. Josh and Shannon are here tonight. So we're going to hear from them later. Yeah. Amen. We can clap for that. So here's what I want to share with you. Pray about your goal. Pray about how you can participate, how, how, you know, you can make Jesus the number one priority. You know, we give gifts to our children, but give the most to Jesus and watch how he transforms your life. And so, um, please, you can, you can give online. There's actually little envelopes on the back in the lobby in the auditorium that you can designate your gift towards the birthday gift of Jesus. And, and please grab one of those, um, those handouts on the welcome center table that have the list of all, um, people on our birthday gift of Jesus. It's, it's truly exciting. So we're, we're excited to continue to move, move on. I want to share with you also, too, that um, if we could put up that, that texting uh, thing we have. So, obviously, things are a little different. We're not going to have a roaming mic, but we want to give everybody an opportunity to, to share what you're thankful for. Um, so, if you text, so check this out. If you text CR, so C as in what? Chicken. And then R as in Ralph. Sorry, it's my life. Um, and then pray, so CR pray to the number 94,000. It'll send you a little text back, and you can respond back with what you're thankful for. So you can text CR Pray to the number 94 and then three zeros, and it'll it'll give you an opportunity to send back what you're thankful for. And we're going to read those as as the night goes on. But uh, looking forward to hearing what everybody's thankful for. So one of my favorite parts of Thanksgiving Eve service is we invite our kids up. So I'd like to welcome uh, Kim Kuzawinski, our one of our children's ministry directors. Would you guys welcome her to the stage? Good evening. Yep, come on up, third and fourth graders. Not yet, Emmy. All right. So we recently, a few weeks ago, had um, the awesome opportunity to um, have our third and fourth graders have a Thanksgiving service project. And so you'll see uh, up here they got to do some really cool things. So I'm going to let them tell you what they got to do. So Wyatt, when we first got to the church, what was the very first thing that we started doing? Made cards. We made cards. So we were going to go visit 13 people from our church who either we haven't seen in a long time or we just we really wanted to tell them that we appreciate them, we love them. Um, after we made cards, we also made a couple other things you saw in some of the pictures. Milo, what else did we do? We did posters, and we showed everyone that. Yeah, we made posters. And then what were some of the gifts that we put together? Cookies and candy. 
We, we had bags of cookies and candy, and we also had what? Flowers. Flowers, right. And then we drove around. We had seven of our leaders that was really awesome um, come and help us, and there was about 13 uh third and fourth graders, and we got to go visit different people and just bless them and share Jesus' love with them. And it was a really cool opportunity that these kids got to be a part of and to see um, different people just just so proud and so excited to see us. And we actually got quite a few letters back from people. I'm just going to read two of them. The kids haven't heard these yet, so they'll appreciate this. So uh, we visited Lorraine Jones, and she said, Canopy Kids, thank you for the flowers and snacks, but most of all, coming to see me. Seeing your sweet faces brought tears to my eyes. You are welcome here anytime, and a little advance notice could involve cookies or ice cream. Tell your leaders I have a nice space for kids to have a special meeting. God bless you all, Lorraine Jones. And then we also um, went to visit Lois Vandermeer. And she wrote, um, each of the kids got to actually make a card specific to the people that we were visiting. And so Lois wrote to Renee. She says, Dear Renee and all your friends, what a great day I had Saturday when all your friends and teachers visited me. What a blessing. The flowers are still gorgeous. Thank you for the goodies also. How wonderful of your friends and teachers to give their Saturday to go out visiting, giving their time for the Lord. Thank you for making my day so great. Love, Mrs. Vandermeer. So, um, Thank you guys for helping to share. Did you have fun when we did that? It was a really cool project, wasn't it? So um, really neat opportunity that eventually uh, kids, when they get to third and fourth grade, will be doing those more in the future, and, and they'll get to look forward to that. So you guys can go ahead and sit down. Thank you. So Chrissy and I have the honor and privilege of working with Children's Ministry, and we have um, it's such a joy working with the kids, but we are so grateful and thankful that we have an incredible team of leaders that help us down there love on those kids and share Jesus and teach the Bible. So I'm just so thankful for that. Um, I'd like to invite any kids in the audience right now, if you'd like to come up here. Miss Kim's going to help me on stage. And you can bring up your um, little leaf that you wrote on that you're thankful for. And we're going to hang them on our tree up here. So you guys can just come on up. And you can tell me what you wrote on it before you hang it up. Yes. I'm thankful that I am able to come to church church every Sunday and Wednesday. Awesome. I am thankful for my church family. I'm thankful for mommy. Oh, for mommy. My family and pets. Um, you got a bunch of them. Yeah. That the um. Jesus, Bible, and God, my family, my life, and that I'm here, TV, football, and the Steelers. Awesome. After you tell me what you wrote, you can go ahead and hang them on the tree, okay? And then you guys can go back to your seats. Libby? I'm thankful for Jesus in my house. Awesome. Um, I'm thankful um, um, that Rock can be my rock collection. Oh, you have a rock collection. That's awesome. Do you want to say something? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Hey, Will. What are you thankful for? Toys. Toys. Go ahead. Oh, let's go back. Go ahead and hang your leaf up here, buddy. Right here on the tree. Over here. All right, what do you think? What are you I'm thankful, thankful for? for Jane. For J- oh, your sister. How sweet. All right, Emma. I'm thankful for my family. 
Jesus. My teacher, Miss Taylor. And Cohen? My cat, Wendy. Oh, did you read to him? Um, you said Mama, didn't you? I, I, love, I love Nana. Aww. All right, go ahead. Down. Oh, don't jump. Don't, don't. <laughs> Down the stairs. We don't want any broken bones. Elliot, nope. Down the stairs. <laughs> Can we give our kids a hand? We have a lot to be thankful for, so I would love to sing and proclaim the name of the Lord. I love you, Lord. Oh, your mercy never fails me. All my days, I've been held in your hands. From the moment that I wake up until I lay my head, I will sing of the goodness of God. My life laid down, I surrender now. 
Thankfulness can be hard to come by. Circumstances, brokenness, frustration, all getting away. It can be difficult to see God through the fog. You want to stand firm, knowing God is in control. But you look around and you see chaos. How do you give thanks in such a moment? truth is, life isn't easy. There's challenges. There's pain. There's heartache. Even though our landscape may change, we serve a God who never changes. But we're in our darkest moment. God promised to never leave us or forsake us. When our faith is shaken to its core, our God remains faithful. The world will ebb and flow. This is certain. But when we run with endurance the race set before us, and we fix our eyes on Jesus, we find thanksgiving. Aren't you thankful to be here tonight? Let's thank our great God. What a great God we serve. We, um, this is that one service of the year where we, we don't come in and have like a, a sermon. Um, I'm really thankful for that. I hope you are, okay? Uh, so it's like I get to relax and just enjoy the night with you all. And this is the night that we get to just share our praises before the Lord so uh, I hope that uh, you've been texting. Did we have that slide to throw up there with the text number? No, the, t- the slide's not back there, okay? It is CR Pray, C-R-Pray. like Crossroads. All right, CR Pray. Text it to? 9400. Many of you have been doing this, like thankful for my kids' obsession with ranch dressing. I mean, listen, it's, it's a That's reality. Awesome. 94,000, all right? 9400. Uh, send in your thanks that you are okay with us sharing, okay? So uh, if you're at home joining us online, I was, I was greeting a few of you online. Uh, that, was, that was really me, folks. It says Pastor Ken. When it says, well, Ken and Rhonda or Pastor Ken, that's really me. So um, I, want, I want to encourage you to, uh, to, to send in your text tonight on there from your home. And uh, even if you just want to say, hi, Ken, we'll take that got too, some right? some really good ones. I'm thankful for a church that gave me my best friends. Oh, that's awesome, man. 
Isn't that cool? That's that's what the church is, man. It's a place to call home. Thankful for you know new job, new beginnings, healthy, happy kids, sisters in Christ, and a supportive church. Amen. Online church, lots of online church. New baby, family. Um, thankful for my friends and my family, and for a girlfriend who said this line was cliche. Hmm. <laughs> um, just continuing to be thankful for God's forgiveness and His mercy every day. Amen on that. Thankful for Pastor Ken. I think oh, we all can agree with that's that. That's probably one. my wife. <laughs> we uh, we are so thankful for you folks, and I tell you, as your pastor, I just want to say thank you for being our family. This is our this is our extended family, and I know this has been uh, just an incredibly tough season for us all. And uh, you know, I just uh, can only imagine if we weren't in the middle of COVID right now. This place would be busting at the seam with people. And uh, because I'm watching the the, uh, the amount of people that are online right now, there's just a whole lot of people online joining us tonight on a Wednesday night when we normally don't, yeah. when we're not, normally not on. So I want to say thank you for joining us tonight. And as you continue to text them in, uh, we're, we will be sharing those up here uh, instead of doing the roaming microphone. Um, but I have a feeling we'll have to call on Sandy Walshack at some point in there, right? Because that's what Sandy, that's Sandy. I can always count on Sandy Walshack, right? But uh, Luke, uh, we've asked a few, uh, yeah, and she don't need a microphone, but we'll need it for the for the online, right? So um, I, I want to, I just want to share with you, you know, God has been moving, folks. This is this is incredible. Everybody has a story, and in your story is the grace of God, is the power of God, and we just watch Him keep moving, and He's working, and He's doing some powerful things. So tonight's our night to come and say thank you to the Lord. And so over the next 15, 20 minutes, we're just going to spend some time uh, letting you hear some of the people's thanksgiving to the Lord and let you hear what God is doing in some of their lives. So who do we have first? So Chad Kennedy. Would you guys welcome Chad Kennedy to the stage? Come on up, Chad. There you go. So Chad, so we... Uh, We've known each other for a little over a year, right? Yep. Yep. And uh, is, it, is he on? Is it on? Is it on? Is he on? Hello? There you go. Maybe give him a little more volume, that's all. So, so Chad, go. so one of the things that, you know, I think I think people are going to be so encouraged by your story. So one thing, you, you grew up here at, at, at Crossroads, at Library at the time. So talk a little how, So you grew up here, man. What's your story with Crossroads? Uh, yeah, I went to the Christian school. Um, I think somewhere around 90 to 95 or 6, so that would have put me in like fifth grade. Uh, then to Ringgold and uh, graduated Ringgold and then went to work. And Give me your mic up. What's that? Just give me your mic up. Oh, okay. There you Sorry. go. There you go. go. Right. They there like to hear it too. Okay. Yeah, that, that helps them a lot. We Just keep it there and move it with you. I don't know if we were worried about germs or whatever. <laughs> no. Nah. You go with that? No, we are sterilizing that after each use, folks. You'll see Luke has, we're well prepared here, so just... Just know what's happening there, all right? So, go ahead. Go ahead. So, yeah, um, uh, right out of high school, went and did some construction, pipeline construction, did it for a long time. Um, ended up being like a product of my environment, long story short. Um, you know, uh, almost a handful of DUIs later, it was, uh, it was not good. So, um, I wouldn't slow down, so God slowed me down. So, so, he, so, so Chad, you know, you hit your brick wall. You know, yeah, so what was, was your brick wall, man? Uh, yeah, it was that. It was yeah. the DUIs. I mean, there was nothing. I mean, there was nothing else. I mean, that was it. So 
I was looking to do community service. If you're, if you're wondering how I got here, yeah. I was looking to do community service, and um, I was like, "Oh, the Bible Chapel's huge. They'll have something for me to do, get this done, whatever." So, phone calls, phone calls, no phone calls, no one's answering. So, my dad says to me, "Why don't you just, uh, why don't you go to the Library Baptist and do your stuff?" And I was like, "Okay." So, when June of 2019, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. June of 2019, uh, community service, 250 hours. That was, I think we did that in a couple months. <laughs> You're busting here. it, man. I was here forever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, it was it, long, long days. Um, so, yeah. I was thinking, you know, I couldn't go back to my other job. I mean, no driver's license. And, you know, January we're working on that, so. So, like, I'm 16 again. <laughs> you know, man, I, and I think what's what's been cool is when, when God brought you here, initially there was even that, like, well, you know, there's there's got to be places around here that could work, right? Yeah, so Walter Long, like, it, you know, in that type of I'm in that type of profession. So I was like, hey, I'm going to walk up and see if, you know, it's close. I can do my community service. I can go over there. And uh, and I was watching Al Finney's face. He was, like, he was just kind of like, he, like, kind of looked at me weird every time I said that. And so I was like, hey, I'm going to go over there. And I was like, no. He's like, you're not going. He chased you down. Don't yeah, just say yeah, he, he, he chased you yeah, down. He was like, Al hey. Finney chased you he's down. He's like, hey, we're going to talk. We're going to talk. And then I got a hold. Uh, Jim Watts got a hold of me. And uh, he was like, hey, we want to hire you. And uh, So God had different plans for your life, my friend. I mean, I've tried to do things my own way for a long time, and it, it, it hasn't worked. So, yeah, there was a plan. You know, Chad, one of the things that you told me um, as you've been sharing your story with me is, God had to slow you down. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you, you weren't about to slow down, my friend. No, I wasn't at all. I wasn't going to. And so he had to slow you down. And so what's cool is, you know, you came here to, to get some hours in, but more importantly, God was, was doing something in your life. He put, you know, talk about some of the people around you, man. Yeah, so I had a really, really, um, like I said, I had people, I was, I, was so, I was so far gone that I thought I was normal because, I would, like I said, it was a product of my environment. So it was normal. What I was seeing going on every day was normal to me. Yeah. Until I got around people that are truly good people, then I was like, man, some damaged goods here, right? So I just I surrounded myself with people, and I was, you know, they say you are who you hang around with. And I'm a prime example of, you know, the great people that I've met here and the people I've worked with. And, and I can't thank everyone enough for everything that you guys have done for me. Well, Chad, I think, you know, I think the other thing, too, is, you know, so you've got people around you that are just as broken, my friend, and, they're, and they're, they got, there's something greater here, you know. So what was God doing in your heart as he puts people around you, he has you here, you're working here, you're like, you know, wanting to work down the, down the road, and God has you here. Well, you know, what, what, how's he been growing you? Uh, I think the biggest thing for me was compassion. I had compassion for nobody, yeah. like zero. And... um you know, everyone that's around me every day, you know, especially people that haven't seen me for a long time and they talk to me, they're like, whoa, who are you? You know, might be watching online. You never know. You. <laughs> so, you know, one of the things, Chad, you were sharing with me is, you know, God was 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 kind of showing you something. You know, what what, what, what kind of need was was he showing you like during this time of being here and walking with these guys that love the Lord and working here? And what kind of need was he showing you? Um, I think it was a need to um, maybe just, um, 
maybe just be around people that I think would be, you know, a positive influence and not somebody that's constantly, you know, just dragging you down and everything. Yeah. I, it's great to be around people that lift you up instead of, you know what I mean, pull you Positive down. people. And you said you developed a compassion. And then you also said, you know, you, one of the things that just stuck out to me is you said you had such a level of peace. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, I mean, I just, I've never, I've never felt so at peace with myself as I, as I, as I do right now. Um, you know, being out and, you know, making, like, making a ton of money or doing, is nothing compares to, the, like, you know, the feeling of security and just knowing that, you know, you have the Lord on your side. Amen on that. I, hey, we can clap to that one. Amen. <laughs> So, so Chad, so, so God literally brought you here. You hit your brick wall. You've just been growing in the Lord here, you know, and, and God's been showing you, you know, your, your, your need for him. But you, you, got, you got some exciting stuff you're working on, man. Yeah. So uh, I started my own business, and uh, we're, we're, pretty, we're pretty far into it now. I mean, not, we're not officially, you know, we're not officially full running yet, but I'm probably going at about half right now, and I'm hoping by, I don't know, maybe – March or so, I'll be full blast. I got some uh, some contracts and stuff set up for. It's exciting, man. Yeah, I'm ready. It's exciting, but it's not because it means he won't be hanging with us all the time. So I'll be here, man. So, uh, I'll be here. I, I mean, we'll yeah, you better be here, right? Hey, He'll be here on the weekends, but that means we got to start moving everything around here. <laughs> yeah, you. Ha- he has done such a wonderful job yes. helping us maintenance Amen. in this church. Can we thank God Amen. for this guy? I'll tell you what, he has stepped up to the plate, man. Stepped Thanks, up. Thanks, man. So Chad, so so we're we're on we're at Thanksgiving Eve. It's Thanksgiving tomorrow, man. What what are you thankful for, brother? I mean, I'm thankful for everything. I'm thankful to be healthy. I'm thankful to have a great family, a great church family, uh, great people. You know, a great group of guys around me. Um, yeah, just just everything. I'm thankful. Well, you come from good stock, right? I mean, that's debatable. <laughs> Well, Chad, we like I like Ken said, we couldn't be more thankful for your life, and and I and one of the things that just you didn't even know this, man. God was speaking to me through you as we're talking, just prepping for tonight. You know, He just looked at me, you know, and just he guys, he he had like peace. Like when you know when you look at somebody that knows the Lord and they have peace, and you're just like, I want that, brother. You are taking this company, and you are gonna you're gonna win people for Jesus, man. I just know it. So God's changing you, and He's changing people's lives through your life, man. Thanks, Luke. Um, yeah, I just it's it's great to be here, and it's it's um, it, it is it's a good feeling to have peace with something because I, peace is something that I've never that I've never had before. This it was always let's do something more, let's let's you know more work, more this, more that, and uh, this feels uh, what do we call it the divide. Yeah, man. So. I, love it. I have to tell you, Luke. The first day he came in, he's a tall guy. <laughs> and uh, he came in, he sat on the last row, and I'm up here preaching. I'm like, I better be good today. This big guy come into church, you know? And, uh, and, and, and I'll tell you what, he came in, and, and, and you, he paid attention, man. And, and then he goes, you remember me, don't you? I'm like, you're Chad. I couldn't remember, you know? And, but what God has done in his life, and he's still a big guy. He's still pretty tough, you know what I mean? But he's uh, to torture this man. Uh, he has been <laughs> he has been through so much with us. I if he can survive us, if you can survive us, you can survive anything, my but, friend. But listen, he this guy's growing in God. He comes into every service. He's here every week. Loves the Lord. 
I mean, he gets here early. He'll see him in between services. He's spraying the, the the vital oxide to kill everything. Yeah, you got it. You know what I mean? He he got it. He's he's doing everything around here, and he still comes in, sits in the service, and growing in God. Amen. That is awesome. Amen. Thank God for this guy, man. Thank God. You know, this is so exciting. I'm just going to move up to the light a little bit more here, Luke. <clears throat> this is so exciting as we um, just hear from a few of the people. And maybe you can relate to Chad tonight. I'll tell you what, Chad's, Chad's grown in God. And, um, and I think whenever he came up to do his community service, probably grown in God wasn't what he was looking for. But God, God told him, I had another plan for you. And, uh, and that's why we're here tonight. We're here to say thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You're changing lives. And um, the next one we have is, is one that's a, a little bit closer to me, right? This is Hunter Mamie. Where's Hunter Mamie at? Come on, Hunter Hunt. is my nephew, all right? Hunter is, uh, you hear me brag about Hunter or pick on him, right? Uh, he'll help you with that. He just, he, did you sanitize? I sure did. There you go. Got to make sure, folks. Got to make sure, right? All right. All right. So, anyhow, Hunter is my nephew, and uh, I'm thankful for Hunter. All of a sudden, uh, you know, Hunter started coming around, and it's like I've known Hunter, I mean, since you were born, right? So, yeah. So, this is, uh, this Uncle is pretty Kenny. cool. Uncle you know? And one day I'm like, hey, Hunter's here. Like, and I'm like, well, Hunter's here. What's Hunter doing here? And, like, and, and so, and he's hanging out. And so, he's got a story to tell. So, why don't you and Luke uh, share your story tonight? And, and Hunter, I'll tell you what, um, how old are you, Hunter? Sixteen. Sixteen, man. That's right. He just got his license. Okay. I'm yeah. worried about Watch that. Out. So. Wow. Oh, no, he got his. All right, go ahead. <laughs> so, Hunt, man, share, share your story with us, man. Yeah, for sure. So it was all started when I was younger, and I just had family struggles. That was Robin and I'd say. And it, my attitude just wasn't right. I was just this rotten, mean, rude kid that didn't care about anybody. And different. Yeah, man, it's you know, I just talking through some of your some of your you know sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade years, man. It's listen, listen, middle school's tough. Yeah, you know, man. So you, you had some things going on, and then, and then you you kind of you know had some struggles and going through some things family wise and just with school and talk about some of those issues like some of the bullying. Yeah, I've been bullied my whole life since seventh grade, yeah. and it hurt because I've had people threaten and stuff like that and stuff that shouldn't been said, but happens um but i just found my security and uh just living for myself it's tough man you know living for yourself and it's like you know because it's it's like when the world is pushing in we can go further in you know what i mean we can go continue more and be more about us and and more about ourselves and then you know so kind of so so kind of go a little bit forward so you kind of get through your eighth grade year and then and then what you know you kind of had a little bit of a breaking point so you had your life and then you hit a wall yeah, and that Talk wall. That. Yeah, and that wall point was, I play baseball, and this game I hit a home run, and as I was running first base, God quieted my heart, and I could hear nothing, like the whole silence or stance was quiet, and He just spoke to me and just said, "Started coming to church," and Ken was in, uh, encouraging me to come a lot and. And it was just a good time for me to get back in. 
Like this is this is like an over the fence home run. Yeah. Like this isn't like you know when you're little and there's no fence and you just like beat the kid from the outfield in. You know, like like you hit it, man. Yeah. Like that's what you live for. Like to live to hit a home run, to to pitch a no hitter. You know what I mean? Like I, I get it. You know, and so God got a hold of you. And I think it's so powerful. You know, it's you're at you're at this big point for your your life, and then God just quiets. So so what happened after that? So God kind of quieted your heart, and you know, during a big moment in your life, and then he, and then what happened? So I started coming to the church and getting back in, and it was after this. It was while Ken was praying. I just saw God saying, "You need to pray this because I need you," and I prayed it and. As I was younger, I prayed it with my grandma, and I didn't do it fully. I didn't let go and do it fully in my heart, but this time I did it fully, and I just wanted to come and serve and serve and serve. Like, I wanted to come. And, brother, listen, like, I, I feel like every time I sit down on a Sunday morning, I turn over and I see you. You know what I mean? And, like, you're, you're, you're here, and you, yeah. you, I, I'll listen you know, you can tell a lot about a person, and one of the things is his smile. You guys know him. Like, he has this awesome smile, and you're just, you're always like, what can I do to help? I think if I heard that, and it was attached to money, I'd be a rich man. Because you are, you, I'm serious, you are just, you, you, you're demonstrating humility, man. You're like, I want to serve. What can I do to help? You know, do you need me to run slides? Do you need me to do this? You're carrying boxes. You're, you're working for Jim. You know, you're helping him out, you know. Like, you're, you're just all over the place. Like, yeah. I, I love that, and I'm watching it from a 30,000-foot view, and I'm going, like, man, God's doing some work in your heart. And you said two words. You said you feel like God is teaching you kindness and joy. How yeah. do, how's, that, how's that happening? So uh, I told you I was this rotten, mean kid that didn't care about anybody. It just started all of a sudden happening, and I, like, I cared for people. I wanted to like not let people get down on themselves because I was hurting people and that's what I did not want to do and I just started caring that's what I wanted and changed so 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 you mean you're, you're you're a new person you know what I mean your friends are probably looking at you different your you know baseball yeah. team looking at you different a ton. yeah, yeah. Like I've a ton. had I've had people say I'm not I don't believe in that I don't want to be mean to you and say stuff like that I says it's fine mm-hmm. just say Dude, you're, you're, you're an example for Christ and your team and your school, man, and your friends and people here. And just amazing and awesome to the power of God, what he's doing in your life, man. Kindness and joy. You said, you said something. You said, I've never had this towards people. Not at all. And God's changing your life. Not at all. Isn't that incredible? This guy's a different man because of Jesus. Yeah. Man, that's awesome. You know? I... I'll tell you what, one of the byproducts of, uh, of becoming a true Christ follower is you want, you want to make a difference. You want to help other people. And what I watched in this guy was he, he wanted to make a difference. He wanted to go help other people. And he comes in here. This poor guy comes in on Saturday, and then he comes in two services on Sunday. He listens to the sermon an average of two and a half times. Okay? Because... You got to fall asleep during the third one. I know, right? No, so, not at all. Uh, he listens to this sermon every week. I, Saturday night, uh, Saturday night after the service, I take him home and and he tells me at least one point of the message. That's after we get a cheeseburger at the drive-through. Okay, <laughs> you have to you have to put it all together here, all right? But of course. God is doing good things in His life, man, yeah. and we're we're so thankful. For yeah, you, I'm blessed to be able to come up here and serve every day. I ask Zach, 
constantly, Lou, Ken, Jim, if they you're need part help. Of our youth group. Youth group, I've been playing drums. So tell, so tell people what, how you're serving in the church. What, what are some of the things you're doing? So I'll start with the youth group. Youth group, I've been playing the drums a lot. I've been connecting with other people, and Eric told me, I don't know where he is tonight, but Eric told me that there was a kid that wanted to hang out with me a lot more. I didn't know who he was. And it just brought attention to my heart, like, I need to do something. And we're, we're doing great moves over there. And then with Zach, I've been playing the drums a good bit and then practicing. I was supposed to play tonight, but I got I got to have trouble. But it's happening. Yeah, it's but you're, I mean, you're serving with the Wednesday work crew with Jim and Al and what, I mean, you're doing stuff all over the place. I feel like I turn around and you're popping out. You're like, I'm here. You know, like you're always yeah. serving, man. All the time. I like to do as cool. much as I can at once. Hunter, what are you thankful for, man? What are you giving thanks for? I'm thankful for, uh, especially Ken, Luke, Zach. And I know, invited my neighbors on the live stream. I just want to say hi. Um, I'm thankful for them and all of this church, everybody in this church and the church family. Because you guys have loved me so much. It, my attention. We thank God for Hunter's Let's life. Thank God, man. That's awesome, man. God bless you. Man, God's doing great things. And, uh, even in the middle of uh, the pandemic, God's doing great things. God's moving mightily in people's hearts and in their souls, and we're just thanking God for what He's doing. And, you know, if we had time, we could hear from everybody so many powerful things that God is doing. But we have another one, just one more before, um, yeah, we have two more tonight, but one more. <laughs> so one Dave, more before the one more. All right, guys, Dave Peterson. Come on. Come on, Dave. Let's welcome Dave. told Dave, I said, we'll make you sit in the back, and it'll be like the Miss America pageant walking down. He said, I might like that. Hey, you know, just, I love, I love some of the things that are coming in, and just share a few things, you know, just thankful for, you know, like siblings are thanking, thanking God for each other, thankful for CR, for Celebrate Recovery and new friends, uh, you know, thankful to be back here and to see so many familiar and loved faces after being away for so long. We know we got some visitors, uh, so it's exciting to see some people here and, you know, I know. I, I love people. I love seeing what's coming in, guys. Just seeing, um, you know, thankful for God leading me to a new start at Bible study at, at, at school with with some colleagues. I pray that he continues to bless our time and that our students can see God's love through us. So, so much to be thankful for. I know who that one in particular is because they shared that with yeah. us. And uh, God is doing great things. One of, one of the people in our church, she's a teacher, and she went out and she started a Bible study. Like about six weeks ago here in the middle of the pandemic, and because they're teaching, she said, I just want to start a little little thing and see if anybody would show. And to her surprise, she's getting all kind of teachers. Can we thank God for Woo! that, folks? God Love is that. moving. God is working. All right, Dave. Let's hear your story, man. We want to hear what God's doing in your life. So we're not here to sing? We're not here to sing. Okay. Uh, so I'm Dave Peterson. Um, most, many of you don't know me, but um, I'm Alicia's son. I think a lot of you people know my, or a lot of you guys know my mom. But I grew up in this church. I uh, went here all my life. Uh, Sunday school. We had um, Sunday school, junior church, Sunday mornings. We had Sunday night service. We had Thursday night youth group. 
Um, we did the bunch ministry. It, uh, we got some opportunities to go. Um, my dad used to do um, visits when they, back then on Monday nights. We, from time to time, we get to go do that. So pretty much went to a Christian school. So it was part of this church um, really all my life. Uh, just kind of went through a period after that um, where I kind of um, stopped coming. Um, it wasn't that I stopped believing in God. Um, I always knew who God was, knew God was part of my life, prayed. Um, just, I guess I didn't make church like a priority. It wasn't something that I, um, you know, came here every week. I always had an excuse, whether it was work or playing sports or uh, watching a movie, um, whatever it may be. There was always a reason, um, you know, some, something in my head of, you know, why I didn't come. And, you know, something I always regretted, too. Um, and I would, you know, I'd pray about it, and I wanted to get excited about coming. Um, a couple years ago, I met a wonderful uh, lady, Kim, and uh, she's got a couple great kids. Uh, we don't like to tell them that too often because they get big heads. <laughs> but um, so in, in early on in the relationship, we had started talking about both of us wanted a relationship that God would be a part of. Um, and so we wanted to, you know, attend a church together, and um, lucky for me, we started here and she really liked it and found it you know really comfortable um so we started coming here again like every week so it got really exciting um we started looking for and praying about how we could get involved in the church you know what we could be doing um so they had you know last or this past summer we're supposed to do vacation bible school and that gets canceled um so kim comes up to us and says hey you guys want to help out with the the young kids and you know i'm kind of like yeah you know (laughs) help out, you know, maybe go do kid check or, you know, some games or, you know, but not every week. I didn't want to get into kind of like any kind of big commitment. And uh, the next thing I knew, we always kind of joke about uh, Kim being our, our whale from Jonah and the whale. So I feel like God had a different plan. And uh, when we thought um, that, or at least I thought that I would just come up here every once in a while, it turned into we're here, you know, every Wednesday night. We're, we're involved. Kim's helping with the uh, kindergarten kids. I'm helping Mr. Eric with the third and fourth grade kids, and I love it. I have a great time with these kids. I didn't know a single one of them when I came in here um, that first Wednesday. I was, I was nervous. I'm 46 <laughs> years old, and I'm walking into a room of third and fourth graders, and I'm nervous because I don't I'd be know. I'm nervous with some of them. Yeah, I don't know a single <laughs> one of them. Um, and so, you know, it came up that first Wednesday, and you know, but each week it got more comfortable. It got more exciting. Uh, we did. I was part of that uh, Saturday um, where we visited the people. I had a ball. They asked me to do it, and I was like, yeah, sure. It wasn't that I wasn't, um, didn't want to do it, but I wasn't, like, super excited. Like, yes, I get to go, you know, do this. But we had a blast, um, Eden and, and Renee, and, my, and we sat there and sang songs, and it was just, it was a so really did, great so time. So you did sing. I I, yes, but yes. I sat up front, and <laughs> they asked to turn the volume up more and more as I, so. But, I mean, we did. We had a great time, and I do. I have a lot of fun. I'm really enjoying the time I get to to uh, work with these kids, and uh, they have just as big of an impact on my life that I hope some at some point I have on their lives because um, just to see them, you know, memorizing um, Bible verses and the things they talk about has been really cool. Man, that's awesome. So one of the things, Dave, that I thought was cool, and I was telling Ken, Ken this earlier, so, so do you remember who, who was the one that shared the gospel with you? So, the, I mean, I was young, you know, four or five years old. I mean, growing up in this church, you're always around it. I think one of the standouts might have been uh, Mrs. Emmerich. 
um, and Mrs. Rary. Um, Mrs. Emmerich, I believe, was, um, was part of the um, Sunday school program at the time. She was also my kindergarten teacher. So I think that's the, the person that stands out the most was Mrs. Emmerich. Amen. Um, she was an awesome lady. So, How many of you remember Mrs. Emmerich? A few of you? Yeah, a few oh, hands wow. go up. That's Mrs. Cool. Emmerich was a bundle of joy. I think she's about four foot tall. <laughs> and listen, she was just, she was animated. She could tell a story like nobody could tell. I think she made it up as she went, but she was really good. And, uh, and there's a lot of people that are going to be in heaven because she went down there and said, I care about you and I care, care about you knowing Jesus, huh? Yeah, that's she's powerful awesome stuff, powerful yeah. stuff. You know, Dave, one of the things that I, I connected with when we, were, when we were talking on the phone, um, your story is, you know, what a privilege it is to when you grow up, you don't really remember a day that you, you didn't really hear about Jesus, man. Right. It, it was just all the time. You were around it. Again, I mean, we had, you know, Sunday school, junior church. I mean, we were here Sunday nights. We were here um, Thursday nights. Um, early, when I was young, we were part of the bus, my, both my mom and my dad drove buses for um, Arlington mm-hmm. Bus Ministry. So we were here early in the morning on Sundays, getting in a cold bus or a warm bus, um, <laughs> and, you know, driving around picking up kids and bringing them into the church. So it just, you know, I was always around it. So picking out that exact moment isn't, um, I guess, not something I remember. It's just that I know I've, you know, all my life I've believed in. I know Jesus is my Savior. I know I'm going to heaven someday. Um, never forgot that, even in that period of time of, you know, not this not being a priority. And now in my life, this is a priority. Amen. I love this that. church. Wow. Amen. Yeah, we can thank God for that. That's awesome. Man. And, and I'll tell you what, Dave, your church loves you. We love you, man. You, I've known you for a good yeah, part of my life. Trinidad together? Yeah, we did Trinidad. I was uh, mission trip. Uh, just starting out, and we went to Trinidad together when... Uh, yeah, we we have some stories to tell. Yeah. So. Pastor Ken was my was um, Mr. Watts. I think started out as my youth youth pastor, and then you you took on that role. And so later in my uh, high school years, you were my youth pastor. Yeah, and yeah. we went we went out to Trinidad. We didn't torture that. you like Chad's no, group did. No, 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 no. We were nice to you. <laughs> nah, throwing some shade. I love it. I was so young, I didn't know better. So it's okay. That's cool, Dave. What are you thankful for, man? So. I'm thankful for this church. I'm thankful for my family. Uh, my sister and niece came in, um, so I'm thankful, you know, for Thanksgiving. But I think this year, what's what probably stands out the most to me is Pastor Ken, uh, Pastor Al, and Mr. Watts, because that period of time that I wasn't, this wasn't my focus, and I wasn't here. I was getting cards. I was getting occasional text message. I was getting calls, and I think that meant a lot to me. That always had me thinking about how important. It was that I should. I need to be back here. I just needed that little push, and um, lucky for me, I met Kim, and that was my little push. And I'm loving being here. Amen, Amen brother. Amen. Thank God, man. We thank God for you. God bless. Man. And uh, as we continue on tonight, we're going to have a, a report back, just a brief report back from Josh and Shannon Watts. They went up, as you know, and planted City Church up in Newcastle, the city of Newcastle, which is just about an hour and a half north of here. They're on our birthday gift to Jesus list. And so I'm, I wanna, we're going to roll this video for a minute as they come on up. I want you to watch this video. It says a lot.
tell you, Josh and Shannon, you guys, uh, your family here, this is, uh, this, this is wonderful to have you guys here again this Thanksgiving. And uh, just share with us, I know you've been just about, is it over a year? A year? Yeah. Ta- take it away. Tell us a little bit about City Church and uh, what's happening. Well, first off, can we read, what, what was that you showed me? My son just texted in to see our, what was it? Thanks. Pray. He, uh, him and my nephew Lau are thankful for Chad. So, oh, that's awesome. Uh, I love that. Yeah. When they're down with my parents and come to church here, they come home and say, Dad, do you think you can do more push-ups than Chad? And I say, no, but I can make you more, I can make you do more push-ups than Chad can make you do. So watch your mouth. Um, but, uh, Chad, Ken wants his hat back after the service, too, so. You're wearing my hat. Um, but, no, we're, we're glad to be here. Um, I had to joke a little bit. I was very emotional. Ken, how'd you hold it together with your nephew up here? That, uh, yeah. That's impressive. It is. It's, it's a miracle, isn't it, what God's doing? Like, uh, I'm with him so much, it's, it's just beautiful to hear it. And I get to hear, like, if you could hear what I hear in the car, it's really powerful. Like, he just keeps going about what God's doing and yeah. how he's learned how to pray. He's trusting in God, and God's transforming his life. And, um, and it's like, you know, I really can't take any credit for it. Yeah. Honestly, it's, uh, this is all God. It's incredible. Ken was my youth pastor growing up. I was, Hunter, I was actually like you. I, was, I hung out here all the time. And I uh, love to be a part of this place. There's a great legacy. Um, uh, Dave, that's so cool what you're sh- doing right now because that's what your dad did for us here. Um, and so that's just, that's incredible to see what God's doing here. So this is our, this is our home uh, at Crossroads. Um, this is where I grew up. And for you to be our sending church and, and to have us on the birthday gift of Jesus offering, which I said last year, is really surreal because we grew up saving and giving to that as little kids, um, and it just was a big part of our family and, and, and my life. And to be on that list is 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 an incredible honor. And so we're so thankful for for you, Crossroads Ministries, for being behind us. And um, you saw there in the video, we had our first baptism a few months ago on our one-year anniversary. And uh, Shannon's just going to tell you a little bit. The lady that got baptized there, Becky, and her family, just share maybe a little bit about her. Um, yeah, she's a single mom. She has seven kids, so immediately we connect. We, we have six, so we're up there. But um, she's just a, a little spitfire, and she has been um, just somebody that I would really describe as somebody that didn't have a lot of hope and joy before um, she met the Lord. And so she started coming around and was... Um, I think drawn to the the women at our church because they seemed like real people and um, just started hanging around. And when she first heard the gospel, she wasn't ready to to accept the Lord. And she just said, I need I need to, like, think about this and process this. And um, and it was really sweet the day she was ready. She was part of um, a women's Bible study that we were meeting um, at a home near hers. And uh, she prayed and asked the Lord to um, just forgive her. And it was just a really sweet moment to witness. Um, and so we get to be part of a lot of really cool moments like that. We just had, there were two girls that we've been praying for. And I don't know how many of you have met the Lord through a, uh, a 
somebody you were dating or somebody you were married to or, you know, came back to church because of somebody. But um, we get a lot of our kids in youth group come to church sometimes because they're dating somebody. And sometimes that dating person will go by the wayside, but then this other kid is still here. And so there was one girl in particular, her name was Alexia, is Alexia, and uh, we've been praying for her salvation. And um, just this past Wednesday, her and another friend, Century, got to pray with um, our whole small group of junior high girls that were meeting together. Um, They all had a Probably six or seven other girls in our small group had already prayed and asked the Lord to um, to forgive their sins, and they were trying to follow the Lord. They're praying for their friends. So then there's two new girls here, and they all wanted to pray with them so they didn't feel conspicuous. And these two girls were like, "Yes, we're we want to ask the Lord to forgive our sins too." And it was just it was a really sweet moment for the for the whole group to get to be part of. So yeah. just really cool things happening. Yeah. And, uh... Becky, two of her kids were baptized. They accepted Christ this last year. They were baptized with her. And uh, it's been incredible. She's actually helping to leave a co- lead a coat drive in our city uh, that we're able to host at our church here in uh, about two weeks. And uh, that's something God laid on her heart and uh, to be generous and help with that. And so um, it was so cool because God laid that on her heart. And you know how when God puts something on your heart and you just don't know, like, is this, is this re- can I do this? Is this really worthwhile? And as soon as she did, someone else who had been thinking about it was like, we've been looking for uh, a place to donate. We have like 25 coats. And, uh, and so we've had 25 coats at our church for a month just uh, and, and just waiting to be given out here. And so um, it was neat to see how God put that together. And one of the things that we've been doing here recently just with, the, with COVID and the lockdowns and people just needing to be together is we started these, we call them C groups. They're just groups of two to three people. Some have four or five, but we, our, our goal is two to three to study the Bible. What we do is we ask a couple basic questions on the sermon text that is preached on Sunday morning. And groups can meet online, in person, and they can be adaptable if somebody has a change in work schedule or, or something with a kid that they can just move and adapt. And we have seen just God bless this, and it's been a real encouragement to people to be together, to pray together. And uh, we've we've been able to launch 12 groups and are looking for four more to be started here um, before the end of the year. And uh, it's just been incredible. Like the attendance of these groups is through the roof, like plus 90 percent. People are coming out just desperate to be in community, to pray together. And so I actually got to be a part of one today before uh, before coming down here. Two guys that are uh, that came to our church. They came actually on that Sunday for the baptisms to see someone get baptized who didn't make it. And uh, they, they're, they're in a recovery program in the city, and they came to see their friend get baptized, and he, he didn't show up. And so the one guy named uh, Marcus said, I think I was supposed to be here. And I think even though my friend didn't come to get baptized, I think God wanted me here. And I was like, right on, man. Yes, for sure. Keep coming. Let's, let's connect. And his friend Mario was there, too. And, uh, and he kind of said the same thing. And, and Marcus hasn't missed but one week for like two and a half months. And, uh, and so a few weeks ago, I'm like, hey, we got these C groups. You want to jump in? And he's like, I, I want to. And Mar- I know Mario want to do it. So we met for the second time. And uh, got to study God's word. And uh, today they couldn't believe that Jesus would, would take our sin on the cross. Mm. 
and uh, that we that, that even though we don't deserve it, that Christ paid our debt and that we're completely forgiven. And that was like the main topic of our discussion. I said, guys, would it be okay if I share that with uh, with our sending church? And they said, yeah, please do. Wow. And so um, that's been a prayer for me growing up in this church. I a lot of the the men that I looked up to uh, here at Crossroads, God had done incredible changes in their life. Mm-hmm. Ken, uh, Mr. Gaminder, Mr. Pettigrew. And so my dream, my prayer from day one at City Church was to be a place where there's where God does His grace changes lives uh, with people that you might not think God's grace could reach. And and so I tell these guys, you you don't know it, but you are an answer to prayer. And for a year, been pray, for over a year, I've been praying for that. And and then these guys come walking in to see a friend get baptized, and the friend's not even there, and they jump into the church, and now we're we're eating food like you said, having burgers, and studying the Bible. It's biblical. And uh, yeah. And so City Church has the DNA of Crossroads Ministries. Um, and, uh, and so for me, being here is just, it's, it's like, God, please let this be prophetic of what City Church has in 10 years, 20 years. That there, there are people sharing the stories of longevity and God's grace in their lives. Thankful for, for their pastors and for the people of this church. And so we're, we're just a year old. But uh, we're we're plugging along, and God is God has just been incredible. And uh, right now, just today, one of these ladies that God brought into our lives, her name is Miss Darlene. Um, she has a little side business. She makes food for people. She's like the best cook in Newcastle, and um, just unbelievable. Um, and so, she uh, she's been making food on on Fridays to help people that uh, during this lockdown that just you know need a meal and. Um, just been incredible, and so tell her a little, tell the church a little bit about what she did today. It's just absolutely incredible. <laughs> yeah, Josh had asked her if she would like to um, take on spearhead uh, the effort to make some Thanksgiving meals for people that weren't either going to be able to go with family, or we're going to be shut in, or just um, we're going to need a meal on Thanksgiving. So she uh, was taking names. For the last couple of weeks, and she's—I know she's been working for like three days straight, cooking meals, and she uh, handed out 65 meals today for people who um, wow. just that she knew and um, that she could just say, "This is from us and City Church, and God loves you. Have a great Thanksgiving." And um, she was, she's really special. She's a yeah. good cook, very good cook. Yeah, yeah, it's um, unbelievable. We thought it might be like five or ten people, you know, and. 65 and uh so we're just so thankful for what what god is doing um at the church thankful for you and uh i just uh god's been so good to us we um right before right when the uh right when march when when the lockdown kind of took place and everything just shut down someone was going to donate a van to our church it's very very incredible uh act of generosity they they gave us almost a brand new like 12 or 15 passenger van we and then they wrapped it they said we want it to be the coolest church van ever so they wrapped it if you go look on our i don't know if it was on the video or not but it's it's so cool i come down here and kenny likes to come out and just look at it um and uh so um but it's it we're, we're incredibly blessed um in that regard and here's the thing we we got the van the day that 
the Newcastle school district asked us to help deliver food. So I literally took it from a dealership straight to the school. And we loaded it up. And the video kind of went viral for Lawrence County, Western PA, and has like five or 8,000 views. And, and we, God used it to, 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 to get the, the name of Christ out in our community. We're here, we're this baby church, and someone gives us a van, which was just incredible, and literally went from the dealership to the district, picked up food, and delivered it. And, um, and, and so what God has used in, in our church, in our context, this COVID and everything associated with it has allowed our church to leap forward in years and years of impact and building a reputation of a place where, where you're loved and cared for. Just the other day, someone walked by the church and they're like, hey, you brought us a meal. And uh, it was one time, it was thanks to Luke organizing, a, bringing in boxes from um, with Blessings of Hope. Uh, he said, hey, do you want to tag along? And, and you guys helped with to, to help pay for that so we could do it. And we were able to deliver 100 boxes in our city. And this guy was one of those families, and he was there with his little little daughter. And he came in, got a tour of the church, and uh, so God's doing things like that. And so one of the one of the things I can say is that the God has done during this time is He has allowed City Church to have an incredible impact. We we were able to deliver food to about 40 families every single week for 20 weeks straight. It wasn't even food we had to purchase. It was just, hey, can you deliver it? And so. Story after story like that where God's grace has um, been impactful. And when we weren't ready or even thinking about opportunities, God just gave them to us. You know, he gave us a van. He gave us food to deliver. And we're just like, yes, God, yes, God, we'll do it. We'll go. And he just has given us opportunities. And um, it's only because, you know, people are praying. You, you, you are praying for us and uh, many others. And and God has been faithful. And so that's, I guess, the message is God has been so good to us and so faithful and given us opportunities to share the love of Jesus. And we're so thankful for Crossroads Ministries. Um, this has your special place in my heart. I grew up here. Uh, my dad is Pastor Jim Watts, so if you didn't know that. Um, and, uh, and so we're just uh, so thankful to be here today. Ken, thanks for inviting us. Luke, thank you. Glad to have um, you we get to come down every month. Ken leads a pastors gathering and we get to be here uh a thursday each month and ken does such a great job to encourage me he allows me to bring some of my team members down and um i just want to thank you for for all that you've done for for me personally for the church and for for other pastors like me to put your arms around us it's incredible we love you you guys dearly man this is this is the work god's called us to and it's not just about crossroads it's about God's kingdom work. Amen. And so my, my philosophy, my, just the way I live life is if we can help all the churches in our area and by encouraging their pastors, then we're doing God's work. So, um, you know, we're thrilled to be able to have you come down. I'm just thankful you drive to us because I've driven up there a few times and I, I, I feel it, okay? But uh, your dad's down this way, so I know it's, you're used to that, to that journey. But uh, we thank God for you guys. And we're glad, uh, you know, to, to be able to be a small part of your ministry. Um, one of these days after this COVID thing really loosens up, uh, we'll, we'll start sending bus loads up there, you know, 
uh, we'll, we'll send a, a, you know, 10 people at a time up there type of thing. One know? last thing. Is that all right? Mm-hmm. So we, um, we desperately looked for a place to meet in. We met in a community center. Um, this time last year, you didn't have a place. We didn't have a place. We, were, we had one room, our nursery, and everything was in a room about as big as the lobby out there. And we uh, didn't have bathrooms, so our bathrooms were Speedway in town or Gecko up the street. You just went one way or the other. And um, so we were praying and praying, and we, and we got a place for Christmas Eve. And the, the day or two before for a Christmas Eve service, we, we found a place that would let us use it that, for one night. And um, we uh, were just really praying because it was getting cold and it was really hard to have everything, nursery, kids, everyone in one room for church. And someone reached out to us who we had been trying to reach out to that owned a building in town um, and said, why don't you come and look at it? And this is what he said, we want you to be here. It wasn't like, come look at it, let's talk. It was, we want you to be here. So we went on December 23rd, I think, and looked on December 24th, we had a verbal agreement. And he said, we'll figure out the lease and everything. You just come and start first Sunday in January. And so God gave us that place to meet in. Um, and, again, only God could make this happen. We were begging them for a lease because we're like, we have to get a lease. We want to be here. We want to pay to be here. We're so excited. And it just it took time. And they had to make a transition for some reason. And next thing you know, March comes. And and then they're like, don't worry about it right now. Don't worry. You're not really meeting here. Don't worry about it. And so we uh, were blessed to not have to even pay rent, utilities, anything for six months. Amen. And, um, wow. And, so, and the, place, the place we were in, it was renovated a few years ago. It is arguably the nicest building in Newcastle that we are in. And it's incredible. You've been there. You've seen oh, I it. Love I, it. You, you know, I love it. I love it. I'm not overstating. He's got an old comedy club, and he has church in an old comedy club. Is that cool? Our kids' ministry is in an old bar. so That's cool, man. Um, (laughs) That's really cool. Some people from the city. And then you have a coffee shop. Like, you could could run this coffee shop if you wanted to, right? There was a coffee shop that closed down during COVID. They reached out to us and said, would you like that space? It's connected to ours. We said yes. So that's been worked into our lease. And the owner of the coffee shop has been very gracious with us, and we're, we're going to be able to buy the assets for the shop for almost nothing. And so we're looking to start a coffee shop ministry where we can offer jobs to people in the city. I heard um, you're going to call it Hebrews. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Don't you work this out on, uh, oh, it's not Friday yet. Like Brother. for Sunday, you would probably edit that out. But. We're just running a little PR. It's all good. But, uh, hey, Josh and Shannon, we're thankful. Where are your kids at? How many of them are here? Are they all here? They're probably with Chad. I don't if, know. Where's if you're, if, if, if we have four kids here and two uh, nieces, niece and nephew. All right. So, so if you're part of this family here, come on up. Like if, if, these, if you come call on. these people mom and dad, come on up, and then we'll bring up cousins next. All right, mom and dad, come on up. These people call these people mom and dad. Can we thank God for them? Come over here. Stand in the light. Stand right across there, all right? You, the, these guys are all related, so they don't have to worry about the social thing. So come on over here, all right? So these, this is four of your six kids. Right. And then where's the cousins? Come on up. If you're a cousin, if you call this uncle or aunt, come on up, all right? Let's welcome these guys, man. We love these guys, man. This is awesome. Awesome. City Church, Newcastle, right? 
Thank God. You know what? I'm going to pray for you guys, and then we're going to move to communion, and uh, we're going to close our service in just a moment. Let's pray. Father God, we come before you, and I thank you so much for City Church Newcastle. Lord, you've been so, so good. All my life, you have been faithful. All my life, you have been good. And God, we see generation after generation on this stage right here, uh, right now, is at least three generations, Lord, uh, of, of, of the goodness of God, Lord. Uh, here I am in my 50s. Here's Josh in his 40s. And look at these kids. And, and, and just, the, just the, the line continues, Lord. And so, God, I just thank you what you've done in City Church, Newcastle. I thank you for their family, God. This is a church planning team. It's not Josh, Josh, not just Josh and Shannon. Their whole families are involved. They've committed to love and to serve you. And, God, we place your your uh, your call. We know you're, you placed your call on them. We ask for your blessing to be upon them. In your name we pray. Amen. Let's thank God for these guys, all right? God bless. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. All right, guys. These are like, you guys are like family to me. As, uh, as we go to communion tonight, I want to just stop for just a moment and, uh, and let's pause and think here. I'm, uh, I'm going to need some communion elements. I'm going to ask everybody to reach forward. You'll see the communion elements are prepackaged in the little rack below there. Okay. And uh, tonight as we do that, thank you, up in the balcony if you need them. There should be some up in the balcony. If somebody could help up in the balcony, help them find it. All right. Um, tonight, I just I want to share with you real quick, you know, when we come before God, it's like, and you give him thanksgiving, it's like sending these thank you cards. And I, I told you on Sunday that any time I get a thank you card during this pandemic, I've been saving them. So I, I just wanted to show you what, what our church has been giving to me. And I just get, I just get blown away by this. Like our kids send thank you cards. Um, there, there's people who haven't been out to church yet. They're, they haven't been out of their house yet. They're, they're sending thank you cards, and they're saying, thank you for putting church online. So, somebody said, hey, just thank you for, for loving us. And, and I just see this, you know, here, here's one that says, hey, everyone, uh, I hope that you're all well. We, we, we are missing you so much. We have no Internet. We can't watch, but, but we're watching Charles Stanley instead. By the way, that lady refers to me as Charles Stanley. I said, no, 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 no. Um, here's, here's another one. I watch the church service every Sunday from my home in Cannonsburg. Here's another one. Brothers and sisters, I'm so thankful for God, uh, that, for you guys at Crossroads. Thankful. God bless you. Hello, Crossroads. God bless you and keep you safe, healthy. Um, we're praying for you. And, and, and just the list goes on and on. And then, uh, then missionaries will send us cards. And, and I just want you to see here, like, what this means to me as your pastor. Man, people just send them, and I, and I just keep, they come in, and I just keep saving them. I say, you know what, when I'm having a bad day and somebody's upset, I go in and I start reading the thank you cards. And, and, I, and I think about all the problems that we have. And, and, you know, I just come back, and I just remember people are so thankful to God. And folks, I want you to know that that's what God, whenever you send him a thanksgiving, that's what he does with yours. He pulls it out and he starts to cry. He says, I can't believe I cared. You know what? I died for that kid. Look what he said to me. He said he loved me. 
that like I, I rose from the dead for that lady. She remembered me. She didn't forget. It's, it's not old hat to them. And, 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 and every day this lady comes before me and every day this man comes before me. And these little kids, the, the little kids down there at Crossroads, they're calling on me and they're, they're saying, thank you, God. Thank you for the air that we breathe. Thank you for their families. Thank you for all these things. And, and when we do that, folks, we're doing what God's commanded us to do. But do you know who gets, who really benefits is you. Every one of these people, I have benefited from their praise, and God benefits from yours. But I'll tell you what, every one of these people had great joy. I had one the other day. I I opened it up. I just lost it. I haven't seen these people in months. And and they said, we're watching online, and we love you, Pastor. And and we're praying for your health, and we're praying for the staff. And we we want everybody to know that we love them. And so I want you to know that that's what God does for you. He loves to hear your praises. Over in Psalm 103, and I shared this on Sunday, but I'm just going to share it again. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefits, for he forgives all of your sins. He heals your diseases. He redeems your life from the pit. He crowns you with his steadfast love and mercy. He satisfies you with good so that your youth is renewed like the eagle. Folks, that's what God's called us to do tonight. So I'm going to ask you tonight, would you take this this cup and let's celebrate with him. On one end, you'll notice there's a piece of bread. If you'll peel that piece of bread back, the, the foil, and then just hold the piece of bread. When Jesus was here, he, he took and he divided the bread up and he gave it to his disciples. He said, do this in remembrance of me. First he gave thanks for it, and then he gave it to his disciples. Let's pray together. Our Father and our God, we come before you, Lord. We're so thankful, Lord. We've just heard blessing after blessing after blessing after blessing tonight. God, you've done more than we can imagine. Lord, uh, we've, 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 uh, we're just showering you with, your, with praises to you tonight, God. Thank you for the power of this night because it's coming from you. God, I pray for everyone in this room tonight, everyone joining us online. Transform our hearts as we now worship you and remember the sacrifice that was broken for us. In your name we pray. Amen. Scripture says that he also took the cup. And when he had taken the cup, the Scripture says he had given thanks. And then he said, do this in remembrance of me. And one portion of Scripture says, he says this, this is the new covenant in my blood, the new agreement between God and man. So I'm just going to ask you to bow for a moment and just hold that juice there and peel that back and look at that juice. And just say, thank you, Lord, for the cross. God, thank you for the cross. We all have the cross to be thankful for. Gratitude tonight. God, we thank you for the cross. Thank you for what you've done. Thank you for eternal life. In Jesus' name we pray.
folks, as we leave tonight, uh, I'm just going to give you a, a parting instruction. I'm so thankful for our deacons in the church. Aren't you thankful to God for our deacons? We have a great deacon team. Can we thank God for it? Let's thank God. Every two years, we do a deacon affirmation. And so as we dismiss, I'm going to ask you just to take a moment, if you would. Our deacons, many of them are not able to be here tonight due to different circumstances. But uh, Phil Allen, Wade Baker, I see Wade is here tonight. Uh, Many of you know Wade. Probably most everybody knows Wade. Bill Best, Dan McNeese, Roger Metcalf, Mark Slagle, and Al Zabritsky. I'm just going to ask you to affirm them by a yes or a no. Uh, this is part of what we do every two years here. We, we just give them an affirmation. So don't sign your name, but just, just give them their, their affirmation and maybe a, a note of encouragement, all right? And then uh, take that and stick it back in the, uh, in the seat back, and, uh, and then uh, we will collect them up after everyone has left, all right? Hasn't it been good to be here tonight? Let's thank our great God, all right? God bless you. You are dismissed. Thanks for joining us. Let this dark room in silence fuel imagination. Tonight, the stars shine bright and spell my name. chill blows away and bonfire fire warms my heart under the night sky I'm drifting off in the deep of the valley your presence surrounds me the crickets sing and trees ring and I want to let you know that river water runs steady flow